This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. We left Nigeria in 1995, 21 years ago. And the last vivid memory I have is kneeling down in the geo's office. No, not his office, his living room. And my wife and I, I think we had our first son. And we kneel down in his living room, and he, he, uh, he, he placed his hand on us when we were being sent forth as missionaries to Haiti. And uh, if I remember correctly, a song that we sang is, For this Lord is our God, forever and ever, he will be our guide from now even unto the end. And this is the first time in 21 years that I'm standing before any kind of group, congregation in Nigeria to minister the word. And so I want to bless God. So in, in all our travels over the world, we have had cause to meet all kinds of, of people, all kinds of, of ministers. But as I come here this morning, I feel that there is no separation between us And the very first apostles. The the sense I have is that the man of God and the woman of God, who God has, has used to birth this work from, from nothing, which is how God works. Bible says that God, God speaks, God calls those things that be not as though they were. I see, I feel no separation between them, between, between them and, and the very first. I feel that same sense of handling the word of God with fear. I feel that same sense of a great responsibility of knowing that they, we, we are ministering before the Lord. The Bible talks about those who compare themselves with themselves. The Bible says that they are not wise. I feel that if we were, and if the man of God and the woman of God were in the times of Christ we would be walking with him now that that same spirit of apostleship that was planted and birthed 
in the early apostles, that same spirit is in this house. And this is not being said with, I'm just telling you what, what is in my spirit. These are a man of God and a woman of God that the, the greatest quality that you, can, you will find in a servant of God is the fear of God. The fear of God. The Bible says that the fear of God is what? The beginning of what? Wisdom. And that is what this man of God and this woman of God have. The fear of God. Amen. So you are in good hands. And God who has started this work will advance it. It took some people, men, men and women, called by Jesus Christ to start this work. And that this work has been handed down from generation to generation. And now it is in our hands. And it is to the extent to which we are faithful to the call and to the work. That we will hand on to the next generation. So the standard hasn't changed. The call hasn't changed. We have been called to lay down everything. We have been called to count our lives as nothing. Apostle Paul said that he, he is willing that his, his own blood be poured out. For what is left of the work of God. And that is the quality of the call. And that is the quality of the commitment of this man and this woman of God. Praise the Lord. I want to say this, that the knowledge of the Lord is the spirit of worship. The knowledge of the Lord is the spirit of worship. In Romans chapter 14, verse 8, Apostle Paul said this. He says, For whether we live, we live unto the Lord. And whether we die, 
we die unto the Lord. So that whether we live, therefore, or, or die, we are the Lord's. When you have gotten to the place where you can speak as Apostle Paul speaks, then you can follow up and say, Death, where is thy sting? When the devil knows that you count your life for nothing for the sake of the gospel, then the sting of death is gone. And until you have gotten to the place where your life means nothing, you are not yet at the place where you can live for God. And that is God's invitation to us this morning. To get to the place where you say to the enemy, whether I live is for God. Whether I die is for God. So, just let it go already. You understand? Then you are ready to live for God. And then he can use you as he wants to use you. Amen? You know, this morning I feel as though we, we have a, a buffet spread before us. We have a buffet spread before us. And what happens sometimes when you have a buffet spread for you is that you don't know what, what to eat first. And that is what we have this morning. The Bible says he prepares a table for you in the presence of your enemy. He prepares a table before you in the presence of your enemy. He has prepared a table before you in the presence of your enemy. And if God this morning can open your eyes to see that the enemy has no power over you. If God can open your eyes this morning to see that there is a table spread before you But the point is, we are not focused on the spread. We are focused on what the spread will do for us. We are focused on what we will do through the spread. The gospel is here today because from generation to generation, men and women have faithfully preached the gospel. Because men and women have faithfully preached the gospel. And this gospel will not extend beyond you 
if you will not take up the burden yourself to say that I too will faithfully preach the gospel. I too will see this. You see, so we are not for, again, let me say this again. There is a table spread before us, but that is not the point. The point is what God wants to do with your life. Jesus Christ said that the Father is pleased that I fulfill purpose. The Father is pleased that I fulfill purpose. So if the Son of God His focus was to please the Father by fulfilling purpose. You want to ask yourself, can I do any different? So what is God's purpose for your life? What does God want to do with you? What does God want to do with your life? In 1991, I believe it was 1991, the general of Asia at the time said to us, those of us who, 1991, somewhere there, 89, 90, he said to us, he invited the the young people in the church. This was when it was only a butemeta. No, there wasn't even a keja or or a papa. Alright? This was only when it was a butemeta. Alright? So he invited the young people, all the young people, and said, said to us, he says, God is inviting you to give him something that you cannot replace. And at that time, I had just, you know, graduated from medical school, did youth corps. I had nothing. So I thought to myself, what can I give God that I can't replace? You know, if, if I had an expensive car, I probably would give it, but you know, I, I probably would be able to replace it again. If I had a you know big home, I might give it, but I might be able to replace it again. So it occurred to me at the time that the only thing that I can't replace is my life. Are you willing this morning to give God something that you can't replace? Are you willing this morning to give God something that you can't replace? The reason why Abraham is called the father of faith is because he was willing to give God something he couldn't replace. You remember that Abraham had Isaac when he was, when, when Sarah was past her time. So at the time that Abraham gave Isaac, it was a gift that could not be replaced. Is there something in your life 
that you couldn't give up. Is there something in your life that you couldn't give up? You know, when Jesus Christ was standing at the offering and various people were coming to, let me say this. All I'm saying now has nothing to do with the message I prepared. You understand? Well, you go with what the Lord is saying. Okay? All right. So, when Jesus Christ was standing at the offering and, and, and looking into what people were giving, the Bible talks about some lady who was called, all we know about her is she, she, she was a widow. The Bible says she came forth and she gave what we now call the widow's might. It was all that she had. The point wasn't in, in how much it was. The point was what it meant to her. The Bible says that the, it is the measure, measure that you, I'm not talking, well, I'm, not, I'm not talking about fi- finances now at all. You understand? I'm, I'm not, we're, not, we're not discussing money. Do you, I hope you understand me. I hope you understand me. Okay. I'm not discussing money at all. So let's, let's get that out of, out of our minds. Okay. It is the measure that you give that it will be measured back to you. The question is, what is the measure that you're willing to give God? Are you willing to give him everything? Are you willing to give him everything? I want to assure you of something. That if the man of God and the woman of God were not willing to lay everything down for this work, we wouldn't be here today. So what is the work that God wants to do with your life? Have you asked yourself that question? If you were willing to give the measure of sacrifice that the man of God and the woman of God have been willing and are still willing to to give, what could God do with your life? What could God do with your life? What could God do with your life? What God has accomplished now through you, is that the best? Is that the most? Is there something more? Is there something more? I remember, you know, when we we went to Haiti, we literally did not know anyone. Okay? We have, we have Sister, uh, Sister Mo here. We're a Papa Parish people from, <laughs> from Roxy, Roxy Cinema. 
well, okay, this, well, I'm, I'm speaking in tongues now. Because, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure nobody knows Roxy Cinema. That's, you know. Anyway, just understand that from a long time ago. So she knows what I'm talking about. So when we went to Haiti, we literally did not know anyone. I remember um, my, our two children there were three, three and one. Three years and one year, you know. I mean, you know, we left. We left. We left everything. We went. I remember on one particular day, we were walking through the streets of Port-au-Prince. We literally did not know where we were going to spend the night. You understand what I'm saying? We were in a foreign land. Where we did not know anyone. And we did not know where we were going to spend the night. I say that not to lift man up, but to say that you serve. A faithful God. You serve a faithful God. The apostles of old knew that. They learned it by experience. The apostles of this time are coming to the same knowledge. There is something for you. So I'm here this morning to say that this work here, permit me to say, you ain't seen nothing yet. But are you ready to pay the price? Are you ready to lay down your life? And to say, here I am, Lord. Use me. Here I am, Lord. Send me. And I want to assure you that God is not a debtor. God does not owe any man. And there's no man too young. There's no man too old. Anyone at any stage of your life that you will lay everything, you will sow the seed of your life in the field of God. God will use it. So this morning, this morning, the word simply is this. God is inviting you to lay down your life.
Are you afraid? Are you saying if I lay down my life, I don't know what God will do with it. But that's the point. That is the point. For you to let go and let God. Is there anyone here this morning that will say, this day, today Lord, today Lord, I want to give something that I cannot replace. Today Lord, I want to lay down my life for your word. Is anyone here this morning? Is anyone here this morning? I want to be careful to say it's not for everyone. Okay? Don't make an emotional. It's an invitation. If you, in case you don't know. It's an invitation for you to lay down your life. And to say, Lord, do with my life what you will. Do you understand me? The invitation this morning is I'm telling you that God is saying to you, he wants to take you somewhere. He wants to use your life in a way that you have never imagined. Can I see anyone who wants to say, Lord, take my life? Anyone who wants to say, Lord, use me as you will. I want you to stand up on your feet. If that's you. If that's you. If that's you. If that's you. If you are the one who's saying, Lord, I'm giving you a gift this morning that I can't replace. I'm giving you a gift this morning that I can't replace. I'm giving, I want to give you a gift this morning. And that gift is called my life. That gift is called, I want to encourage you. No man can outgive God. If you give God the best, he will not give you second best. Are you here this morning? Willing to say, Lord, I want to give you the best. 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 This morning, no one ever gave God. And God owed him. Lord, I want to give you the best. Lord, I want to give you my life. Masa Tali Baba. I want us to take another step. I want you to come forward. Just step out of your side, your seats. Just come forward. Just come forward. Come forward. Come forward. You are saying, Lord, I want more, so I'm willing to give more. 
I want the best, so I'm willing to give the best. I want the best, so I'm willing to give the best. Lord, I'm presenting my life on a blank check. Lord, you, 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 you write the figure. Lord, you write the figure. I'm giving my life to you as a blank check. Lord, you fill out the figure. Whatever you say, Lord, wherever you send. Whatever you say, Lord, wherever you send. I am giving my life. I am yielding my life. I am yielding my life. Lord, I am yielding my life. You may feel unqualified. That is who exactly God is looking for. That is who exactly God is looking for. Those who are not qualified. Those who are not qualified. That is who God is looking for. That is who God is looking for. Lord, I am willing for my life to count for the next for the next move of your spirit. Is anyone coming? Let's hurry, let's hurry, let's hurry, let's hurry. Let's hurry. Let's hurry. Let's hurry. Is anyone else? Let's hurry, let's hurry, let's hurry. You're willing to say, Lord, my life belongs to you. 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 I'm holding nothing back. 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 Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, these are your children. These are your children. Lord, they are dedicating their lives to you. Lord, they are dedicating their lives to you. They are saying, Lord God, whatever you say, wherever you say, whenever you say, wherever. Lord, my life is yours. My life is yours. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, look at your children, Lord God. Respect, Lord God. Father, as you have respect under their offering this morning, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, use their lives. Use them, O oh Lord God. Lord, let your mark be upon these lives. Let your mark be upon these lives. Let your mark be upon these lives. These ones belong to you. These ones are set aside for you. These ones are set aside for you. Lord, you answer for them. Answer for them. Fight their battles, O oh Lord God. Fight their battles, O oh Lord God. Because they have given their lives over to you. You say that they, they, they are the apples of your eye. Anyone that touches them, touches you. Father, we bless your holy name. Lord, we bless your holy name. Lord, they will be available for this work in this house. And from here, Lord God, they will be sent forth to extend your work. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, 
please visit our podcast at the throne room on your handheld device or computer for any inquiries call 08087000004 or visit the life center at number 20 colorado close off dame street maitama abuja you can also visit our website www.rccgthroneroom.org you are highly lifted highly favored Thank you.